0: You're listening to the Birdie Dad Podcast. They can't make a birdie, but they can dad. And now your hosts, Jared, Brian, and Trevor. This is episode five. That's our first episode after our launch. So for everyone that's with us, appreciate you being here. Hey, thanks for coming back.
1: (laughs) Welcome back. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Brian and Trevor, you guys made it back too. We made it. That's your Yeah, shirt. <laughs> yeah. I was just listening to a little little pump up music, getting ready. Listen to a little Tame Impala. I don't know if you guys ever listen to that. Uh, no, you,
2: I haven't heard of Tame Impala. <laughs> you don't
0: know Tame Impala? Oh man, no. good stuff. Yeah. What's your What's your pump up song right now, then, guys? What are you listening to? I think it's Baby Cat. Shark,
1: maybe. <laughs> I think that's about good. right Trent. I think that's where we're at
0: yeah. <laughs> Baby Shark <Yeah. laughs> We're supposed to be recording late at night We're Baby Shark's off for the night
1: uh, Oh man, I don't,
2: my girls They have this song called Pink Fluffy Unicorns Dancing on Rainbows Do not do not put that on Alexa That is the worst song in the world uh, That's, that's, so, that's uh, their pump up my music It is awful
1: I'm, I'm trying to trick I, trick my kids Into liking music from from my day I guess Piano Man's a good one Oh, okay. Going classic. Yeah. yeah.
0: What do we what do you guys want to change lives about?
1: Well, I think I might be able to help him a little about a little help him with um that that lack of confidence when he's with his kids alone for the weekend. Because I just experienced that this last weekend for four <laughs> days by myself. Well, not hundred well, percent of the time, but mostly by myself. So um have some have some fun uh tips, I guess. Um into uh yeah. Make him right. getting that confidence level up. Yeah, it's gonna help are we him. we gonna
0: change his golf life today.
1: Uh, we can do the uh, we can do the
2: Phil Mickelson uh, putting putting warm up t- uh, challenge, the kind of clock drill. We can help him with that.
0: All right, sounds good. Uh, you know, we laid out a challenge a few weeks ago, and I think we're ready to get into it. And that's the the gimme challenge. So I, I really I want to get into this. If you guys remember, we set the rules out. We we had a little debate uh, about the gimme and the task ahead was we said we would go golf and we would say no gimmies and you could play with whoever you wanted play whatever course you wanted but but that's what we were supposed to do was play a no gimme round and see how we fared so brian i think you had a good experience with your group why don't you tell us a little about your no gimme
1: results uh yeah i mean good experience is um you know that's uh that's very generous i think jared um so we got to the tea and um, you know i laid out the challenge okay we're, you know we're with a couple of guys that were playing a game we set up the game and then i was like all right and uh, no gimmies and they kind of looked at me funny <laughs> got a couple side eye side eye looks like are you serious okay um, and, uh, we lasted about five holes, Jared. Um, it oh. didn't go that, that far into the round, um, by the fifth hole, it was kind of like, ah, screw it. That's good. And that was, the fr- that was when it came out. And so, um, i would call it a failure uh, from the standpoint of the gimme challenge, but I think it was just kind of a, you know, people aren't ready for it. People, people like to go out and I think it depends on, you know, the type of round you're going to go out and play. Whether it's going to be casual or tournament play. And when it's casual and, Um, you know, people like their gimmies.
0: I guess, you know, in a casual game, is it kind of like walking, you know, yeah. I mean, you don't walk casual rounds very often. So I am thinking about this, the gimme, is it, is it kind of like riding in the cart or, I mean, I mean, do you guys walk when you play? I I never walk when I play. I I usually, now I walk all the time. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got one of those fancy, uh, click gear carts, um, earlier in the summer with COVID and I've been walking a fair amount myself. So.
0: Oh, I don't. I always I use the line. I, I'm not here to exercise, so I'm not I'm not out there walking, guys. <laughs> well, I, I, so I, I tell I,
1: I tell my wife it, it's it's a sport, it's exercise. So I guess I kind of have to, you know, be truthful about that a little bit. So <laughs> walking helps with that.
2: Yeah, I can't say that the walking helps my game any, you know. But uh, yeah, I I enjoy it. You know, it's it's depends on who you're playing with, right? If you got some guys that are patient enough to. Play the longer round and walk it, then it's great. But if it's if it's a quick round and your wife says to be home in three hours, then you're 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 getting in that cart.
0: You mm-hmm. better get that cart going. Right. You better get that fired up. Hey, so <laughs> you guys made it five holes. No looking back. You never on the back nine. No, no trying to look back and do another gimme in there or no gimmies. I guess
1: no. I was they are pretty much over it. Uh, I think it came down to you know there's a couple putts, you know, close putts that. um you know, or for like double bogey or something like that. And and I kind of forced him to, to putt it and that kind of <laughs> turned sour. And so, I, I didn't really want to lose any of my, my friendships. I want to get invited back to play again. So, so I kind of let it uh, go.
0: <laughs> did you miss any gimmies? Did you hold yourself to it at least? Or what did you do with it?
1: I held myself to it and, um, I probably missed, uh, three of, of the, what would have been a gimme, um, on the whole round. So, um, I definitely in- increased my score by three strokes, but, um, Hey, it's honest. It's truthful.
0: Did they give it to you? Did anyone say that's good?
1: Yeah. I mean, they, they would say that's good. And then for a game, it counted. Right. Um, and then I missed it. Um, so the game, they gave it to me there, they were, they were nice about it, but, um, uh, yeah, on my scorecard, my own personal one that I post, I, I, I included that that missed putt. Nice.
0: Nice. What'd you score overall? What was your final final score on the day?
1: Yeah, on, on that round I um uh, shot an eighty nine. So um and it was from um uh my home course I played a lot. So um it's pretty standard. It was it was a pretty standard round. So um those those three gimme putts I guess didn't really um increase it out of my range at all. So that's pretty pretty yeah, standard.
0: But I, I mean, I don't know what you think, Trev, but an an eighty six to an eighty nine that that kind of sounds a little different, you know.
2: Yeah,
1: no, that's, that's fair. That's
2: fair. Yeah, no, that's great. I mean, that's that's pretty. What is you? What's your handicap? Fifteen? Is that what you said? Fifteen point seven. Yeah, so you're right. You're right there, right? Maybe a little above, but yeah, that's that's right where you should be.
0: I mean, I respect the yeah. no the no gimmies, there, Brian. I, I respect the eighty nine because I know you did a That's a true eighty nine. Then you didn't come out and put up an 85 86 and kind of walk
1: I, off. That that is true. I mean, it makes you feel a little bit better about that 89. Um, it would have been nicer to see an 86, um, just for your psyche. But at the same time, yeah, it's uh, yeah. It's, it's, that's my real score. So, um, something to improve on. And, um, yeah, I was, I was happy with it. I was happy with the round. I, I did, um, though, have to post and this is when we can go into maybe an episode about, you know, handicaps and scoring and what you can post and all that kind of stuff. But um, I posted by hole this time for the first time um, on the the gin app and um, it actually adjusted one of my scores down because um, it was actually a, a quad bogey. <laughs> I got a snowman and so um, it only let me take a seven. Uh, when I posted. So, um, just an interesting note on that one. So, yeah, 89 okay. overall, but, uh, post an 88. Yeah. All right, Trev, let's hear, it, let's hear it. what happened with your no gimme challenge.
2: Yeah. So, I played with two of my, you know, really good golf friends that I play with a lot. So, you know, I I can't, I can, I don't have to pull punches with these guys. So, you know, when we got to the tee box, I just said, All right, no gimmies, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to hear it. You got to finish them all out. And I'm like, Okay. You know, we weren't really paying a big money game. We were just trying to get around and, and, uh, so we actually did all pretty well. Um, you know, I, there was, there were no like gimme's given at all for the front nine. And, um, you know, I, I say I missed of the, all of the whole round. I actually probably missed two that were, um, you know, probably within the leather or gimme range in the friend zone. And I actually missed, you know? Um, hmm. so that's, that's kind of, you know, where I, I ended up posting in 89 as well. Uh, and I was actually the uh, high man of the day N- normally with these guys. I'm kind of, you know the, the low to mid guy, and uh, one of the guys played really well, and he he, he beat me. But uh, I could only say that I would have maybe taken an eighty seven had I not, you know, had I uh, not putted everything out. So, uh, so yeah, you no, only we-
0: miss you missed two on the day total. That was it, just in the front nine.
2: Um, yeah, just on the front nine that were give me range. The rest I, you know, got within, you know, I putted them out and I made them. But the two for sure that were probably two to two and a half feet that uh, I lipped out on. Or there was a slider one that um, was a tough green. It's kind of a tiered green and it was a, a pin placement that was kind of right in the middle of the tiers. So I kind of just tried to soften it up a little bit and missed it low side and kind of lipped out. So um, yeah, I, I kind of took the two strokes, 89, and it's pretty truthful round. Um, the, the other guys I was playing with kind of gave up. Um, there was one guy that was playing out of his mind that day, and I think we got to 11, and he was um, had like a three or four footer for birdie, and he went low side as well, and uh, he kind of rolled it by, you know, two and a half, three feet. And I just said, Hey man, I got to see that. That's just, that's for par. He, you know, he was trying to pick it up. He was pissed and he was trying to pick it up. (laughs) So I made him put him out, put it out. And he had a few choice words for me, but, uh, he made the putt actually. And then, um, and then a couple, a couple holes down the road. He, uh, he kind of sailed one by and I think he was already in his pocket. He should have been. He was like a double or a triple. What he was going for, and I was like, "Hey, I, I got to see that." You know, it was like <laughs> it was a foot and a half, and he kind of kind of looked at me like, "F you," you know, get out of here. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, then it, and then it was all over.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that's the worst ones. You sail it by, and you got a two footer coming back, and normally yeah. you might pick that up, but it's like, no, nah, I got to see that in.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I, okay. I know these so guys pretty good the so whole- they, they put up with me that day for sure. So.
0: Uh, especially on maybe on one of those hole placements, it's like on a ridge or something, a a little side hill (laughs) guys are going to give you the look. Yeah.
2: yeah. Just get me off this hole. Looking for the good, good kind of thing.
0: Oh yeah. See, (laughs) I see guys. I'm going to tell you guys, I'm upset. I'm really upset at at what happened because I I told you guys the, the group I was playing with, it it was a, it was an interesting dynamic. I, I am their supervisor and I supervise all the guys. So we get up on the first tee and first thing I say is, hey, no gimmies. And, you know, what they did is they looked at me and all of them, everybody pra- almost in unison said, no, nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not yeah. kidding. So, I'm sitting there staring. At them. I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, no, nah, we don't, we don't want to play like that. And they just kind of shrugged it off and, and nobody followed it the whole round. I, huh. I tried to keep myself to it. I missed three in the day because – I, I'm not the best putter out of the three of us. So I missed three and I just kept myself in check. And I posted an 87. So if those, and those guys were calling it out again, they were giving me everything. I mean, I, I don't even know how many gimmies they gave because again, supervisor, that's a little different. But uh, I, I, I missed three legit, probably would have taken them, would have picked them up on different days. And I posted an 87. So had I taken it, I would have walked away with an 84. Big difference.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's that's a big, big difference.
0: So, I mean, let's talk about that. Guys that don't want to play it and they don't want to do it. I mean, what other sport would you go play and you just would say, ah, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to follow that
2: rule.
1: <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that's a tough uh, one. Yeah, I mean, it's I was thinking it, about it. There's a lot. There's a lot of rules in golf, though, that are kind of like that. Like, I don't even know if I know all the rules, right? Like, I could be inadvertently breaking some rules here and there, just in a given round, right?
0: Oh yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, how many times you get you up against wedged against a tree and you just kind of kick it a kick it a few <laughs> inches to a foot, <laughs> the, you know, the foot wedge, yeah,
2: <laughs> or the Good drop. Trails, I mean,
0: yeah. how many guys are dropping legit or just kind
1: of taking it wherever right. for pace of play? I mean, I'm I'm sure there's a bunch. Yeah, like like a white white stake versus a red stake, you know, not playing ladder on the white stake re and everything like. I don't know. I've, I've, I've played with a group of guys and that's just kind of pace of play. Like you said, we just, we just take everything lateral, but that's not the way you would, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like our scores could be inflated because we'd have to take, you know, hit it out of bounds three times in a row off the tee.
0: (laughs) You (laughs) might, might have to pull that, you know, but I mean, with the putting, I I, reminds me too of a story with um, Lou Holtz and Bobby Bowden. And the story was, is that they, they coached against each other back when they're coaching college football. And, uh, I think Bobby Bowden ran up the score a little bit on Lou Holtz. And so, after the game, he questioned him about it and he was quoted and Bobby Bowden told him, said, it's not my job to keep points off the board. That's your job. And that that went down and that quote's been kind of used over the years and, and transformed a little bit. But you think about the gimme when you're playing with your guys and one of them looks at you like, hey, isn't that good? And be like, hey, it's not my job to make your two-foot
2: putt. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: you you got to make the putt, not me.
2: Yeah. yeah, I know. And I think, I think a lot of these scores, I mean, we have in our gimme challenge, we have an N of three, right? So it's probably not, you know, true, but, you know, we've had an average of two, you know, two and two thirds extra scores to our rounds, right? You know, so if you, if you take that to the index, you're, you're probably a higher index by two or three, you know, than what you actually, mm-hmm. you know, are. So that, that comes into play, especially if you start to try to dabble into the, you know, tournaments and net games and all that, you know, it does, it does affect, you know, your scores, so. Um, yeah I would, I, I would agree
1: with that trevor you're, you're almost hurting yourself right in that situation because right yeah um, you, you have a lower handicap it's a cool number to get lower but it's not representative of how you play so if you in a tournament you're gonna shoot higher than your handicap and that's 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 my goal shoot lower than my handicap every time
0: right right I mean you go in those tournaments or you you play somewhere or even you know we talk about let's to put put the dad hat on for a minute you're taking your kids out there and you What side of the game you want to teach them? You want to teach them, Mm -hmm. you know, it's my responsibility. Here's the rules. This is how you play. I mean, I know with kids, again, pace of play. You're like, hey, pick it up. But one of the biggest things we talk about as dads is that you're the model of responsibility. So, you want to drop that in and tell them, yeah, I missed that. I should have made that. Maybe I can go practice later and put a little more time on the green. (sighs) All right,
1: Jared, you're you're getting me into that guilt. Come on.
2: Yeah. Well, (laughs) no, I mean, this is... Yeah. You no, know, I think I could, I could take this a little bit with the junior golf side of things. my kids are a little bit older, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I realized, you know, I was doing the quick rake putt, you know, I think Brian kind of per, perfected this where you blow it by and you're pissed, you're pissed off and you kind of do that quick, quick sand rake action. To shout, get the butt Shout back. out to a club pro guy. Go look it up on YouTube. The quick rake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. great the Club for, yeah, a quick rake. So, you know, but then like realize my kids were starting to do the quick rake, right? So, you know, cause they're watching dad do it. And so yeah. it, like kind of made it a point to kind of kind of you know finish out every hole like every everything i do is methodical right so that at least if they're kind of paying attention to dad they're kind of picking up you know the routine and what has to happen and, and i think the big thing with junior golf too is in those early tournaments is they're making sure you're not taking gimmies, right you're finishing it to the mm-hmm. hole you're taking your full score and that starts at a young age you know if you get them used to that i think that that kind of translates into how they play down the road well-
0: yeah that was one of our other episodes. We talked about that tournament you played in and and I was really impressed that your younger daughter and I think i if you remember I asked like hey th- did they hole out too and and you said, yeah and I was really impressed your younger daughter teaching her that to hole mm-hmm.
2: out each time yep yeah and I think she picked it up from her her older sister because she's been playing in a couple her junior tournaments and you know that's that's the rule you got you gotta get it into the hole there's it doesn't count until it's in the hole so
1: um, that's, that's a good call. It's, it's good training for if they get into high school golf. None of us played high school golf. So I think that's kind of where, where I'm starting from as I started as like a casual recreational golfer, right? I never really yeah. played competitively. So, yeah. um, but that's important. Yeah. So if you're going to get your kids competitive golf, like you, you need to teach them. What, so yep. good call yeah, you out Jared. Teach them right. Good call yeah. out. Well,
0: all these dads out here, start start teaching your kids. And if you putt four or five times, then I think you need to spend some time on the green. And maybe <laughs> maybe we get into our golfers and dads segment here pretty soon. We'll give you the drill that might just be the difference for you. Change your life like we talked
1: about. Right. Awesome. Yeah.
0: All right, guys. Uh, anything else you want to talk about today? You got, got anything else before we get into our golfers and dads segment? <sighs>
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, just real quick on the parenting side. So let's help our your friend out there, Jared. Let's let's talk about some confidence in in being alone with your kids. <laughs> so but what um,
2: happened, Brian? What happened? Four days. What's okay. going on? Give us a little yeah.
1: background there. Yeah. So um, my my wife works in an industry where um, we get this. We get we get some you know. Um, the seasons, right? The peak seasons and when she has to be uh, working all the time, weekends, um, you know, pretty much nonstop. So, um, in this COVID time, um, we've been fortunate enough to have uh, both of our boys in daycare, so they're open uh, in Washington State. Um, so they're young enough, and so we've been we've been sending them. But um, their daycare was closed for, on Friday, on a Friday for like a teacher in service. Um, they were just getting some some training or a day off. I don't really know, but that meant the kids kids had to stay home um, on Friday, and then it was a weekend where, where my wife had to work. So I had them Friday, Saturday, and it happened to be. Um, Uh, the Labor Day weekend. So, Sunday and Monday as well. Um, All to myself. Um, Wife was out of the house before they got up. Didn't come home until dinner. So, probably had a good hour um, at the end of the day with them. Hour and a half or so um, before they had to go to bed. Um, It was all me. It was uh, (laughs) quite the experience. Four and a half and two and a half, like I said before. Toddlers. um, And I know that there's a lot of COVID um, fatigue out there. Um, Just people being cooped up in their house you know, want to get outside. Um, well, I just experienced COVID fatigue with toddler fatigue all at once. So, I was trying not to um, drink um, <laughs> myself silly at night <laughs> by the end of it. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was hard. It was hard. I mean, I have to say, um, you know, with two boys um, who are that age, they're, they're just emotional beings. So, it was a lot of um, whining, crying, yelling, fighting. Um and then laughing and and having a good time, um so it was it was a mix of everything, but it's exhausting like i i I, I want to give some props out to you know teachers and to um you know daycare professionals and to anybody that stays home with their kids on a full time basis uh, mom or dad i mean it's it's a it's a grind it definitely is. I only do it for four days guys
0: four days okay what did you did you have a game plan going in, or did you just say we're just gonna roll with it?
1: I think the biggest biggest thing that um, I try to do when I'm on stretches like that with my kids is I try to get my time out of the way first. So, I get up an extra hour early than they do. So, we got them on these uh, alarm clocks or like lights in their room. So, when they turn green, they're okay to come out. So, that's how we've allowed us some time in the morning <laughs> to get ready and stuff. Surprisingly, they follow it. I don't know if I would ever followed it as a kid, but um, they're into it. So, it works. Um, so, they're set at 730. I get up at 5:30 on those mornings, um, so I can have some time to to myself, really, to um, you know have a cup of coffee, <laughs> to um, have my own breakfast, right, and just to maybe watch some 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 of my TV, so not um, Daniel Tiger or <laughs> something else um, that they're whatever into, Pop, was, Paw
0: Patrol
2: wh- or whatever they're
1: yeah. doing.
0: Whatever that unicorn was, Trevor talked about yeah, earlier. Exactly,
1: <laughs> pink fluffy unicorns dancing <laughs> the one of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I think that I think that's the biggest thing that that helped me throughout the day was I, I would spend that almost two hours just kind of by myself and I got my time right just to just to be be myself and be an adult and get ready actually get energized. And I think that's the other thing is. Um, you know, trying to find a time to exercise. My kids still take naps in the middle of the day. So, um, I would always, as soon as I put them down, it was like, I try to get a workout in, um, at home just to get some exercise going, get that energy for the second half of the day, um, and get everything ready to go. So, um, that helped out a lot. And then I think, um, you know, the last thing i mean that goes with getting up early is you have to go to bed early so my kids are in bed by by 7 7:30 um which is awesome um typically i'll stay up till like 10 and that's when you know i get my time but um i i flip flopped that so i basically was getting up early and i went to bed early so i'd be in bed by like 8:30 every night um and um it gave me um i guess the 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 Patience throughout the day to not, uh, throw my kids into a wall. So that was good. You want to avoid that. Let's be clear. You didn't throw your kids in the wall, (laughs) wall, right? I I, I did not. not Just an expression. I I did not. Yes. You know, under oath, but I was, I was close so many times, Trevor, I was close. I mean, and it's not anything that's like, you know, um, they're not doing anything bad. I mean, they're, they're they're two and a half and four, like they're just being two and a half and four, but it's just, you know, the constant grind of it all day without somebody else to back you up. That's hard stuff, man. It's hard stuff. Did you you set any time outside of the house? Like not just in your backyard,
2: but you go to park or anything or,
1: you know, the driving
2: range or something with them.
1: Um, with them it's it's a little bit harder to take um a two and a half year old places. Um four and a half would be awesome to kind of take out and about. Um but yeah. we did get out, yeah. I mean we took a trip to um the Starbucks that's close by, and sat outside, right? And I gave them some food that seems to keep them occupied for a short time. And then um, I took them grocery shopping, actually, <laughs> which is oh, that's a great
0: I, adventure. I, I hate
1: the, like- I hate the grocery store with a passion, though. Like I'm am, I am not the grocery shopper uh, in our family. That's my wife; she loves it. I hate it, and so, but I did it. So I was like, it is something to do. Yeah, just walk, walking yeah, through the grocery we- store.
0: It's funny, we were just, I was talking to my wife about being in the store and, and being so frustrated when I was a bachelor finding random toys around the store and then <laughs> you just need to take a two-year-old to a store once and you have so much empathy for those parents who are like, I know why this is here now because yeah. some two-year-old had this in the cart and mom let her have it until it, it was time to go and she was on to something else, or screaming or crying so, this goes here because I'm not going back to that aisle.
1: Right. yeah yeah
2: <laughs> i remember <That's>, those days <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh i i used to drove me nuts but now i totally understand it and i get it and i'm totally that guy that will leave it in the aisle and be Like, no nope, that's gonna stay right here because we're not going back
2: yeah we're right. out of here
1: uh, yeah no i and so we, we made it through man Gro- grocery trip um we had um you know, there's a lot of, a lot of shows being watched. I, I'll, I'll admit it a hundred percent. I put my kids in front of the TV every once in a while. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah. but, but it was, you know, we made it through it. I was, I was exhausted by the end. Um, I think we were supposed to do this show and I was too tired to do it that night. So um, we had to push it off until I got some rest, but um, yeah, it was exhausting four days, um, but you can do it. You can get through, but take, take some time for yourself. Um, I think that's, that's my biggest, take away from the weekend. So it's it's kind of like, you know, when you're on an airplane and they say, you know, put put on your, your mask first in an emergency before somebody else's. Um I think that's what you got to do here is you got you got to put on your own mask for a little bit first and then um you're ready to to handle handle the rugrats.
0: All right. Yeah. Hey, man, with that, that's I think we cue the music here. Um I'm cueing the music up for our golfers and dad segment where we give you a tip to be a better golfer and a better dad and Ryan just to recap what you're talking about I think you're right on is that the 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 mask on the airplane and for dads is just you you're i believe you you got it right on the right on the head there saying that don't be ashamed to take a little time for yourself it's okay uh, I think dads don't put too much pressure on yourself and and it's yeah. okay to take a little time and put the mask on yourself first do what you need to do for your yourself before you you really exhaust your your time with your kids I think and, you uh, have Trevor, to yeah yeah, Trevor, you got the golf tip for us today?
2: Yeah, I think uh, you know, one of the best putters and short game guys out there is the Phil Mi- Phil Mickelson, you know. He's he's on the Champions Tour now and uh still still cutting it with the uh, young bucks. So, um one of his one of his um drills he does I think is kind of a basically a circle, a 3-foot putt radius around the hole and uh his thought is if he can get it anywhere within that 3-foot range, he would always make that putt. So, to practice that, he kind of sets up a clock with a couple of tees, maybe you know six tees um, around the uh, the hole, no more than three foot from the hole, and uh, just kind of goes around in a circle and puts him puts them all in, tries to make them all in from like a one all the way to a twelve o'clock position, and just tries to get comfortable with that. And he, I think he even goes out, you know, to a, a six a six foot range even just to try to expand the game a little bit. But that's that's our that's the golf tip of the day.
0: Yeah. You make a hundred percent of those three foot putts and gimmies aren't going to be your worry. They're, they're not going right. to be a problem for you.
2: Yeah. I mean, the pros are comfortable with gimme's at six feet, right? They're, they're not getting in a lot of the six footers, but mm-hmm. three footers for the amateur, you know, they're knee knockers, but for these guys, it's, it's pretty much a, a one inch, putt, um, you know, tapping. So
0: I knew it, I knew this show was going to change guys' lives today's, today. <laughs> so we're going to change some dad's lives. We've got some great tips today with that. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you guys next week with another golf challenge and some more stories and tips. you just listened for free. Now here's the deal. Go to our website at birdiedads.com and join us. You will get our golf starters guide and our golf coloring book for kids free right now by signing up. It just takes an email. Thanks for hanging out with us and we'll see you next time.